I'm going to talk about the difference between an emotional affair and friendship. The question is not so much, can a husband have a female friend or can a wife have a male friend? But the better question is, should they and to what extent? Let's look at the research and see what it says. This is Marriage Helper Quick Tips, hosted by marriage and relationship expert, Dr. Joe Beam, CEO of Marriage Helper, Kimberly Beam Holmes, and our team of certified coaches. Our hosts will honestly share their hard-earned insight on some common marriage pitfalls and offer some quick tips backed by research that you can begin to use today. Regardless of the situation, what we teach will not only make your relationships better, but will also help you to become the best version of yourself along the way. Listen to Quick Tips wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave an honest review. We love hearing from you. Turn up the volume and prepare to take notes as we begin this week's episode of Quick Tips. If you are watching this video because you are thinking that you have towed the line from friends to fling, or that your spouse is developing emotions for someone else, then be sure you stick around until the end where I will give you access to a free guide to understanding affairs. And also don't forget to like this video, subscribe to the Marriage Helper YouTube channel and hit the bell so that you don't miss when we post new content. In a previous video, I stated my definition of emotional affairs. Here is a recap. Emotional cheating is when you look to someone else other than your spouse to fulfill you in areas that only your spouse should fulfill you. So working with the definition that emotional affairs occur when a person needs the other person in their life to provide them with something that their spouse should be giving them, how does this apply to opposite sex friendship? Interestingly, research indicates that men rely more on their wives for emotional support and well-being. Actually, according to research, women are more likely to have a support system outside of their marriage, whereas men are most likely to turn only to their wives in times of hardship for that emotional need. I think that begs a question for all of us to consider. Am I a good friend to my spouse? Am I giving them or have I been giving them the physical and emotional support they need so that they will not feel the need to look elsewhere? Take a moment to reflect on that. On top of that, women are more likely to go to other women about emotional issues, whereas men are less likely to talk to their male friends about the same issue. They tend to seek guidance and friendship of women. So what does all of this mean? One can surmise from the research the following. For both genders, but especially men, if they do not receive the physical and emotional support that they need from their spouse, the temptation is there to turn to someone else, especially a man seeking a woman, to be a friend for them. It starts with finding a friend at work, connecting on shared interest, but when sharing those facts turn into sharing feelings, you're on a slippery slope to entering into an affair. It happens for women too. While women may have more protective measures because they have more female friends to turn to, there is still equal temptation and susceptibility to emotional affairs when friendship turns into emotional support lacking from a husband. That being said, research is also clear that both husbands and wives do need friends outside of the marriage, and that actually can lead to a happier and healthier life and marriage. So what are we to do? Number one, protect your marriage. 
Talk with your spouse about what is appropriate and what is not appropriate when it comes to opposite sex friends. There are some instances where you talk about it and you come to an agreement that makes sense for both of you. So one example is in high school, I had two good friends. One was a girl, her name is Katie, and, and one was a guy friend named Austin, and they had been best friends since they were pretty much babies and are still best friends to this day, even though both of them are married. So what is the point you take into that? That was a conversation that I'm sure came up with each of their fiancés when they were engaged. There was an understanding of this is the relationship I have. Austin is my best friend since childhood. Katie is my best friend since childhood. And they set boundaries around that longtime friendship that still made their marriage work well. So I'm sure I wasn't privy to those conversations, but I'm sure that was a conversation that was had. They talked with their spouses, they talked with their, their about to be spouses about, hey, what does it look like for me to continue this friendship, but also not get on the slippery slope of an affair and make sure that I'm protecting the marriage. The key here is that you are loyal and committed to your spouse first. And if your spouse ever begins to feel like it's inappropriate or uncomfortable, then your loyalty is first to your spouse and to the marriage. Rob and I have very open communication about this. I have several male friends, but our rules are this. Number one, I always tell him whenever I'm going to see them, if I'm going to lunch or coffee, or even if they text me, I always tell Rob, that we talked and what we talked about. Even if it's not in complete detail, I tell him everything. Could I lie? I could, because Rob wasn't there, but I care more about my commitment to my marriage and to my family than I do about lying. In fact, if I ever feel the need to not tell Rob something, like I should cover it up, then I know it is the first thing I need to tell him. I always tell Rob if I ever feel attracted to another man because it takes the power away and he does the same thing for me. The second point is to be a good friend. Are you spending time having fun, talking about non-stressful things, listening to each other and being a good friend and being a good lover, going on date nights, having sex often every single week because these are the things that you can and should be doing that their friends should not be doing. Imagine what it would be like if Rob and I only talked about stressful things in our marriage, if we stopped going out to have fun and going on date nights, if we stopped showing interest in each other's hobbies, our marriage would slowly start to become stale and boring. We would begin drifting apart because we would lose interest because we weren't trying to be good friends. These are the small things that add up over time that you can't afford to stop doing, which leads me to my next point to encourage your spouse to have friends appropriately and set boundaries to stop affairs. Like I said earlier, Rob and I know our boundaries and are therefore comfortable with each other having opposite sex friends. That being said, we always meet in public places and we don't hide any interactions. That's how you keep affairs from happening. Can they still happen? Yes but the real key is you knowing when you are developing feelings or going overboard and stopping the friendship. The bottom line has to be that your marriage means more to you than the friendship and that you will do whatever it takes, including ending the friendship, to commit to your marriage. But you may be thinking, my spouse is the one unwilling to end the friendship. Then you need to get help for your marriage. 
As promised, here is that free guide to understanding affairs. Click the link on your screen or follow the link in the description to download it now because it very well could be that your spouse is right on that line of having an affair and you need to do something about it. If you wanna learn what the five stages are of an affair, then be sure you listen to a previous episode of Relationship Radio with Dr. Joe Beam, which you can see highlighted on the screen as the next video for you to watch. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you in that next video. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Marriage Helper Quick Tips. Please refer to the notes in the description to learn more about any resources mentioned in this episode. Please visit our website at marriagehelper.com for more information about our online courses, marriage workshops, and coaching. If you would like immediate help with your marriage situation, click the link on the screen to schedule a free marriage strategy call with one of our team members. We exist to save marriages and strengthen families. We'll see you next Friday on the next episode of Quick Tips. Quick Tips.